Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to the I See Old People podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Bruce, your host. Welcome to I See Old People. I See Old People is an ongoing discussion of all things related to senior life and aging. We will be discussing everything from politics to lifestyle, all the beefs and complaints, all the good things in life as well. I'm starting the I See Old People podcast on my birthday, my 60th birthday. I plan on not only discussing the issues that all seniors face, but I'm going to follow the aging journey through my own eyes and body. In our first episode on November 23rd, we will be doing a review of the day and the news that is important to the Cotton Top crowd, but I will also be setting my baseline where at 60 years of age, I will get a baseline of my mental state, my physical health, and then we're going to follow developments as they arise and my journey through the obstacles and through the joyful and the meaningful events in the next decade of my life. Why I see old people? When I look in the mirror, I see old people. When I look over at my wife of 35 years, Oh, no, I'm not going to say that. I got into trouble on my test run. No, I see a beautiful, vibrant woman when I look over at my wife of 35 years. But in general, my life is pretty filled with old people. Even my children are no longer young. They are starting to, uh, they're in their 30s now. And uh, certainly I am in what I consider to be the final third the last third of my life. If I think of my lifespan as approximately 90 years, I've lived my first third, uh, all the joy and fun of growing up, of getting an education, of starting a professional career. In my next third, I had kids in high school. I uh, became a homeowner. I started to do a lot of uh, Uh, things to establish myself in business and a number of different business ventures that I will talk about as we uh, are going through and developing our relationship. But this is my third section now. This is the the final 30 years. So what am I going to do for my next 30 years? And that's what I See Old People is all about. The thing that happens to people when they get older is quite simply that they seem to disappear to the general population, especially to young people. Almost invisible. We see it all the time when we are in a retail situation, when we're sitting waiting for something. It's almost as if we're not there. So if we really want to engage with older people, engage with seniors, understand seniors, I really think you need a senior to be doing that. So I am that senior, a newly minted 60-year-old senior who's ready to take on the challenges of the next 30 years. Invisibility is one of those things we're going to talk about, how we tend to become less and less relevant. And often, I believe, this is really only in our own minds because the world is our oyster. And the way the world is changing Older people are becoming more and more relevant. And this is the journey that I plan on exploring as we go through 
our podcast together. So I want to be seen, I want to be heard, I'm going to be a voice for the aging person in our society. Now my age is a big factor in this project. I was born in a really interesting time. I was born on November 23rd, 1959. So I actually had about six weeks in the 50s. But of course my uh, childhood was spent in the 60s. Why that is well placed is if you understand the baby boomer demographic, it tends to uh, run from about 1944 to around 1962. So with me being born in 1959, I am technically part of the baby boomer generation, but I am at the very tail end of it. That big giant bell curve that we all see when they talk about the baby boomers, well, I'm at the back end of that bell curve. So everything that happened to the baby boomer generation, I saw it, I witnessed it. When I was a little kid, the baby boomers were going through school. They were building schools like crazy. Classrooms had 40, 45, 50 people in them. The, the, the classrooms were full of children. I went to a school and it had about 300 students. It was a small primary school. Not one single bus came to that school. Every single person who went to that school walked there. And I never remembered people getting dropped off by their parents. It was a walking school with 300 kids walking there from within the neighborhood. Now, of course, as the baby boomers passed through that stage, that school had less and less attendance. It became abandoned, and now it's being torn down. It is gone. There's housing, social housing in the place of uh, the school. Uh, when I was a young uh, person growing up, there was a school down on the next block. It's gone. There was a school on another block in the northern direction. It's gone. So the baby boomers, uh, were. it was so important that we had all these classroom spaces for them. But then once that curve goes through, all of a sudden there's excess space. We also saw the same thing happen uh, with uh, high school, university. All of that raw, raw, raw team spirit, cruising on Friday nights, um, sports, uh, athletics, school spirit, they were huge for the baby boomers. By the time I was in high school, that had all faded away. There was a gas crisis in 1972. People weren't cruising anymore because you weren't spending money on gas. Uh, there were less and less people. There was less school spirit. Sports teams folded, clubs folded, all of those things that made high school that kind of image of high school that we all think about back in the late 50s and early 60s. By the time I got there in 1972, it was all over. And this has been a common pattern. So then I work through and I go uh, get through university, I get through professional degree and I start a practice. So when I start my practice, what do I face? 20% interest rates. My first car I bought, I paid 22% interest on it. My first house I bought, paid 13.5% interest on a mortgage. 135 on a mortgage. Young people today, completely unheard of. If a mortgage rate goes up to 5, 
they're worrying that uh, the half the country is going to go bankrupt. So we were paying 13, 13.5. I remember one as high as 14 percent. So this was extreme. This was an extreme burden, and it all occurred. The baby boomers had already graduated. The baby boomers already were established in their jobs, and boom, the next generation comes along. Not only are there no jobs available, there's a severe recession, there's a gas crisis, and there's terrible inflation. So uh, we're in a situation now where we've got to crawl and scrape and crawl and scrape, and that's what I did. So I crawled and scraped through my um, adult life, my second 30 years, got decimated by the tech boom, um, then the high interest boom, the job market, everything was changing radically. The baby boomers, as they go through, they basically, I wouldn't say destroy an institution, but they fundamentally change that institution. So here I am now at 60 years old, sitting at that bell curve that's ahead of me, and I'm watching the baby boomers just start to turn 75. The oldest baby boomers are turning 75 now. Within a few years, they're going to be 80. They're going to be 85. So as they, as this giant bell curve is going through society, as going through the society of aging, this giant bell curve is fundamentally going to change the way we look at age, the way we look at death and dying, the way we look at home care, the way we look at medical care, the way we look at physician-assisted suicide, the way we look at burials, all of this is going to be radically different in a few years. These are some of the things that we are going to be following in our podcast, and I am so excited about it. It is going to be an exciting time, and I am ready for the challenge. So they've radically changed the healthcare system, the home care system, end of life strategies. We're going to watch this in action. I'm going to document it here. We're going to talk about it. We're going to find out what's best for us. So I'm well placed now to witness how the baby boomers are aging and how the baby boomers are dying. I'm here. I'm available. I'm learning. And I'm here to help you understand the fundamental changes that are going on. So I'm not going to go into a lot about me in this introductory episode. I plan on having a full 8-mile revelation episode 1 to establish a baseline of my health and to eliminate any possible doxing in the future. If you're not uh, sure of what the word doxing means, it means when somebody on the internet decides to expose you and, and basically expose you in a lie of some sort, something that you have said they're going to prove to the world, that you uh, that you have said this. So just like Eminem did in Eight Mile, I am going to lay it all out on front. In the front, I am going to throw it on the table, and we are going to go from there. So nobody can come back on me and say you said this or you said that. And I'll lay it all out in episode one. I'm going to get a baseline of my health. We're going to talk about where I am, what's going on how things are changing, what's changing, what's not changing, and it's going to start from there, and we're going to go on each week. So we're going to talk about aging, and we're going to create a dialogue, an international dialogue. That means I expect feedback and questions from everyone. My background allows me to know the answers to many of your questions, and I can certainly find out the answers if I do not know. 
We will talk about love, death and dying, marriage, divorce, drug use, cannabis, drinking problems, obesity, arthritis, and of course, dementia. Death and dying, pet peeves, secret dreams, a worldwide dialogue as we take one more trip around the sun together. My ultimate goal for this podcast is to follow ours and my aging journey from 60 to age 70. I know this is ambitious, since most podcasts never go past seven episodes before they go belly up. I have not even started yet, and I'm telling you, I hope to deliver 521 episodes and finish on my 70th birthday. Wow. Dream big, or as my wife might say, we'll see. Well, we will see. But it all starts with the 8-mile full disclosure episode on Saturday, November 23rd, 2019. I'm going to keep the show PG as I can, as PG as I can. I do tend to have a uh, relatively foul mouth, especially when I get excited. So I am keeping my loonies handy, and I'm planning on popping one into the swear jar every time. At the end of the year, I'll give the money to charity. I'm excited to start my next 30 years, and we will share all the ups and downs together. 60 to 70 should be a pretty easy sailing, but who knows? Let's do it together. There is power in numbers. Together, we can find solutions, share ideas, and grow as a community. So hit subscribe now to make sure you receive episode number one of the IC Old People podcast, debuting on November 23rd. In, a sh- in, a, in just a few short weeks. Send me your feedback. What do you want to cover on the show? What is your big beef? And what is your solution to a problem? I want to know. Email me at icoldpeoplepodcast. That's all one word. icoldpeoplepodcast at gmail.com. Or visit us at our website uh, and leave a comment. Uh, our website is icoldpeople.ca. That's ca, dot ca, not dot com. I see old people, dot ca. Thank you for subscribing, and we will be talking to you very soon.